This is episode number three of DNR. Do not resuscitate a DNR fancast. I am your DM Ken, and this is Ian. You had to choose me first because I'm eating something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I obviously knew that. Um, obviously, um, I mean, I'm playing Liam Malsier. He is a half elf bard. And Rob. I'm Rob. I am playing Hamish Thorlifson, the Dwarven Sorcerer. Andy. I'm Andy, and I'm playing Erkan, the Dragonborn Cleric. And recovering from dental surgery, CJ. Hello, I'm CJ. I'm playing Jacoba, the Drowbard. And I also feel like dying. (laughs) All right. So last session, you guys attempted a heist on a boat, planned it very poorly, and it went... Exactly as planned, I suppose. (laughs) It almost seems like the plan was to get caught, and you did. And he was not happy, as you might imagine. So as a result, he's tasked you with investigating some sort of anomaly in the woods to the north of Fairbay, with the implication of uh, bad things happening if you don't. He didn't really give you much option. Or much information. Yeah, pr- pretty much. He, uh, you were trespassing on his ship, so it, it probably um, he has every right to turn were, you in. We were let onto the ship, if my correct. Yes, through deceit. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> With Urkin inside of a crate, mm-hmm. and people carrying that crate, it was it was a weird setup. I'm not even sure what the goal was, but I said just let it roll and see what happens. Don't know you're about. And that was the flaw in our plan. (laughs) Yes. So, you've been told to go to the woods north of Fairbay. It is immediately after he told you to do this. You are still on the boat, and it is late at night. Do you want to leave now, or do you? Would you like to rest and leave in the morning? Um, I feel like leaving in the morning would be the better option. Yeah, I think the 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 three drinks that Hamish imbibes earlier on are starting to wear off and now he wants to sleep off the after effects. Fair enough. So you guys going to head back to your uh, various places of rest? Are there any other errands you guys would like to run before you leave in the morning or do we want to fast forward straight to that? Are there many shops open in the middle of the night here? Uh, No. Pretty much just the honorable pillow, the inn. Uh, No. I got nothing till the morning. All right, so we, we can, all of the details of that, we can fast forward to the morning. You guys have just rested up, uh, probably not hungover. No one got too smashed. Uh, Hamish did pretty well, all things considered. <laughs> <laughs> considering his weird dice game. So it is morning. Do you guys wish to hit up any shops or anything before you go? No, I'm all good. All right. There's not much I could get for seven gold. So. Yeah. You guys haven't been making much profit. So, the the woods in question. Let me move you to the Theria world map in Roll20. The, the woods in question are... Uh, let me see. Oh, there's a happy face. Yes, there's a happy <laughs> face. The woods in question are right oh, over okay. here. Okay. <laughs> which is Friends about... Should be scrolling around to find Fairbank. Yeah, yeah. I, I can snap you guys to wherever your location is. So, it is about a day and a half hike from Fairbay. All right. That is the High Mantle Forest. So as long as you have guys have no other errands, you guys can 
just go on foot straight to the forest and find whatever it is you're looking for, I suppose. Let me pull up in my notes. Alright. Um, he's not going to tell us what we're looking for. He's not going to give us any hints on what we're looking for. He just fucking wants us gone while he uh, flies the coop. Exactly. It's a creature thought, right? I have no idea. Then that's all he said, I took. No, right. wait, did he say it was a creature? He uh, did. Oh. <laughs> Go find the creature and bring it back, and we'd know it when we saw yeah. it. Capture an odd creature spotted outside of Fairbay alive and bring it back to the ship. Hey, Hamish is an odd creature. <laughs> Hamish is a very odd creature. But you didn't find I him in the woods. that remark. <laughs> I'm going now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> without further ado, all of you are going to ma- march towards the forest. So between Fairbay and the High Mantle Forest are a bunch of flat, open plains and really nothing in them. It's The first day is completely uneventful. Um, could someone roll a flat d20 just to determine weather conditions? Oh, Ian. Oh, Ian. Excellent. Oh, man. You guys were remarking. There's a a meteor shower coming uh, down this part of the area. It literally rises from the ground. Oh, boy. So. Hey, is that Darmok over there? I vaguely remember (laughs) in the Discord. I vaguely remember in the Discord some remarks about how things can only be uphill from here. And And I disagreed. (laughs) <laughs> we went off a small hill and then Ian just like shoved us back down so that was a natural one for weather conditions so Oof. pretty much as soon as you leave the city limits for Fairbay it is miserable you're getting into fall time it's it's rainy it's windy it's the kind of thing that where the breeze is much colder than than like the ambient temperature. So every time the wind comes, it just cuts right through the bone. No matter the the outfits that you're wearing, it's it's just not good. It, <laughs> you're all freezing and soaked and miserable. It's not the time of year to have really heavy, heavy um, insulation, heavy clothing. Mm. So it is, it is a rough journey. So because of that natural one for for conditions that the time to get there will actually increase by a whole day just because your your progress is slowed to a crawl in this this typhoon of a storm Mm. but you don't encounter any monsters or animals along the way so after the first day you set up camp somewhere off in the open field (laughs) does anyone have tents probably not Uh, probably not nope yeah, I thought not. Because the the standard kit doesn't come with a tent; it only comes with a federal. Yeah, I don't think it, that's fine because I don't think a tent would stand up to the storm that's going on right now. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you you sleep through the night relatively uneventfully. It is, but it's not it's not fun. I, uh, if anyone has any benefits from a long rest, you only get the benefits of a short rest. Although I don't think anyone's consumed any resources, so I don't think I think that's moot right now. Yeah. But it, this is, this is absolutely miserable. So day two, you have barely made it halfway at this point. 
Let's roll a d20 for weather conditions on this. And this is to Got determine I'll, compared I'll, I'll to yesterday. <laughs> Can't do any. <laughs> 17. Okay. So the storm has passed. The storm has Better than passed. a one. Yes, a freak tornado goes through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, second one would have been a I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> so, 17, it has improved. Everything. You know that that morning right after a good storm where it's it's sunny, it's bright and early, everything's wet. You know that the smell of petrichor, the the smell of the rain after or the smell after a rain. So it's actually a, a quite lovely morning after all of that. You're still soaked and cold and miserable, but the morning is really not that bad. But that first day really set you back. So it does take you a full day and a half extra to get to the High Mantle Forest, but you arrive at around noontime on the third day. Ouch. <laughs> took you a bit longer than it should have, but, you know, freak storm happened. <laughs> yeah, freak oh. storms, what are you going to do? Okay, so how do you intend to find this odd creature in the woods? That is a good question. Mm. You can roll survival. Survival is the roll for tracking. Yeah. yeah, tracking would seem to be a good starting point. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Yes. And you can also right. investigate the forest for any, not necessarily tracks, but any oddities in the forest itself. If you like. Uh, I'm going to say not me for those. Yeah, Hamish is going to have a look around and investigate around the outskirts of the forest without actually going in too far into the tree line. Yes. 15. All right. 15 is good enough to notice that on certain trees, there are some strange claw marks that don't match any kind of any kind of animal you recognize they're not particularly deep and they they're they run completely horizontal which is really unusual for animal usually they stand up and claw downward mm. but they are yeah. they are pointing towards a, a particular direction in the forest this looks unusual i think if we follow the claw marks we might might lead us to what we're looking for uh this way and hamish starts leading the way into the forest All right. um yeah liam's gonna follow echo will follow as well all right so uh, every... i guess i will as well everybody's on board all right so everybody please roll a perception for me 14 from hamish I don't know my 16 update. for Jacova. 8 for Liam. Yeah, Liam's not oh, seeing no. shit. <laughs> I don't like the rolling system for this game anymore. <laughs> and 9 for Urkin. So Liam and Urkin are, are, have no idea what's going on. But uh, Jacova and Hamish will see slightly different things. So Hamish will hear some foot, some rustling in the brushes a little bit ahead of you. And Liam, or not Liam, Jacoba, Jacoba uh, got a little bit better. <laughs> he got a little bit higher roll, and he can actually see a little ways ahead in the forest that there is a clearing ahead. And uh, coming from the clearing is uh, so some kind of noise, and you're not sure. It might be an animal. It might be 
It might be something. You're not entirely certain. But there is something in that direction. Hamish hears... The, the, the noise that Hamish hears, by the way, is not in the direction of the clearing. It's off to the side. Okay. So Hamish will put a hand up in that sort of stop kind of way. Yeah. And he'll turn his head slowly towards the, the sound and sort of start shuffling over that way, trying not to step on any branches and things. All right, roll stealth. Oh yeah, this will go well. <laughs> Very stealthy individual. Four. <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, no. So <laughs> in Hamish's attempts to avoid um, stepping on twigs, he he's hyper-focused on his feet and stumbles into a bush and a branch and just makes all kinds of rustling noises while trying to avoid the cracking stick noises on the ground. <laughs> but I didn't break any twigs. Correct. You accomplished in your mission. <laughs> but incidentally, yeah, also made, <laughs> incidentally made a lot of noise in the process. <laughs> so, very quickly, um, the stealth roll actually won't make too much of a difference, but after walking for, I would say, 30 or 40 yards, uh, everyone will see approaching um, some sort of humanoid figure. Everyone roll perception on it. 3, 10. Jeez. Hamish is still hyper-focused on his feet. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm untangling myself from a bush. <laughs> oh, no. Jacoba got 10. Erkin got a critical failure. <laughs> Liam, oh, Liam got a 13. So this was not a high check. Hamish is still focused on his feet from the sneaking, <laughs> so he doesn't see anything. Erkin's probably distracted by Hamish because <laughs> it, it probably looks really funny because he's just hyper-focused on his toes. But uh, this was not a high check. Uh, Jacoba and Liam see that this humanoid figure is, in fact, a zombie. Beautiful. Just want shambling aimlessly in the woods. So despite Hamish's wonderful stealth, <laughs> uh, the, the thing seems to have not reacted to your presence in any way. Um, would we know anything about zombies? Uh, you may roll a religion for that. Excellent. I need to stop closing my character sheet. Uh... If you oh, double-click the name of your character sheet, it will minimize, but it will still be up there. I keep trying to pop it into the other window. That doesn't always like work. pop-up window? No, it's not working. Yeah, so if you just double-click right. the name, it'll minimize it on the screen, and yeah. then you can double Yeah, I get it. That works much better. I apparently Re haven't met too many uh, zombies. All right, a religion check from Liam is nine. Uh, not much is known. You know that zombies are a thing that exist and that they are undead, but beyond that... Probably bad. Yeah, yeah. Bad news. It's not good that one's here, especially so close to town. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not terribly close to town, but, you know, it's the edge of the High Mantle Forest. That's still uncomfortably close. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I think Damn. Liam would probably tell Hamish and Erkin to shut up and point at Zombie, because they clearly haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Hamish extracts himself from the from the bush and, and looks around to where you're pointing and mm -hmm. immediately goes, oh, and then claps his hand over his mouth. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Loudly? Loudly, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Get a little foley in there. Don't have to do it later. <laughs> 
So, how are you all reacting to the zombie? Um, it doesn't appear to be coming towards us. Uh, yeah, it, said. It, you are about 20 yards away from it, and it appears mm-hmm. to have not noticed you. It is shambling randomly in the brush. And at this point, or, uh, po- facing towards the zombie, the clearing that was spotted earlier is to your left. Mm-hmm. And that's right. that's a little ways out still. Mm-hmm. Um, so going to get plenty. I would, I would say let's like, still head towards the clearing. It's just maybe... Uh, do it a little quieter and with less bushes than before. I mean, if you say that, I'm going to make you roll. Oh, yeah. Well, this is, then it's going <laughs> to fail, because that's how this works, but that's <laughs> what we're here for. Of course. All right. Uh, so I'm at least going to try and be stealthy as I move towards the clearing. Let's see how that goes. 17. Yeah, uh, see? Well. Liam knows exactly how to walk around the woods without making a fucking racket. Yeah, like <laughs> climb the tree or something and go that way. <laughs> But everyone needs to roll stealth if they're all walking quietly through the woods. Oh, no. How's it going to go? Uh, hey, how about oh. that, Nat? Yeah. How about that 20? Oh, see, 11's better. <laughs> Jehovah got a, got a friggin' <laughs> Not crit. great, but better. Yeah, 11's fine. Yeah, see, it, it's not a terribly high check. You're not silent by any means, but you're not making so much noise that someone from a, halfway across the damn forest can hear you. Yeah, you're Jacoba rustling. is moving silently. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Everyone's lost track of Jacoba. Everyone's so focused on stealth, no one knows where he is. <laughs> but for sure. Yeah, you're rustling around some leaves and some brush, but you're still being fairly quiet. So, approaching the clearing, uh, what are you guys going to do? You're trying to look inside and, and scout it out? Are you just going to walk into the open? Are you going to try and uh, like scout around the edge of it? What are you going to do? I mean, our obvious MO would be to walk straight into it. Yes. Uh, but I'm going to do perception. All right, all right. So standing on the edge of the clearing, you do perception, and it was not a high mm-hmm. check. So I will move the map over to the clearing. Oof. Liam. Oh, good luck, guys. And Urkin. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, I will move you guys back a little bit because you said you're on the edge of the clearing. So on the edge of this clearing is, or inside of this clearing, you see two zombies a skeleton, and what appears to be a large magic circle burnt into the grass of the clearing. So, Hmm. something incredibly interesting about this, for one, is the zombies are shambling around randomly, but the skeleton is not. In fact, it's speaking. It's, you see it, like, holding the the zombie next, uh, to the left of the circle, while another one to the right of the circle is kind of wandering off into the woods to the right. And you hear the skeleton like mumbling about like stand up straight and and rank and file and you, you don't know what's going on because it's not talking too terribly loudly but it's it's moving with purpose. Hmm. Does the skeleton appear to have or the zombies come to that appear to have like the kind of claws that could have made those marks on the trees? The skeleton definitely does. Okay. Could I do a religion check on the circle? Uh, that would be closer to an arcana check, but a religion arcana. would also work. Okay. Uh, there it is. Religion, 23. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let me see. Pull up my notes for the circle. Above a 20. All right. So, y- you learn a couple things about this circle. For one, just looking at it, you can tell that this circle is no joke. There is some intense juju going on here. The fact that you rolled a 23 tells you that um, 
the symbols... You recognize some of the symbols etched into the circle as elements of a resurrection spell, possibly on the scale of the legendary scrolls themselves. But without getting closer and studying it in more detail, you can't be certain uh, like what it is. Although you get a sense that it's for raising the dead in some capacity. <laughs> Would um, Jacoba express that to us? Be like, that circle's bad juju. Yes, I would. Don't worry. Oh, you said uh, it, it was burnt into the clearing. Yeah, yeah. It, so, it, yeah, yeah. So, so the the clearing is like some ground cover, grass and shrubs and stuff, and the circle itself is like burnt into it. Mm. So yeah, Jacoba would relay all that. All right. To the others. I assume is all that... whispering and closely in the bushes. Yeah. Yeah, I won't even make you roll stealth for that. The skeleton is uh, is distracted. All right, is that something the skeleton would be responsible? You don't know. That would be, yeah, that would be Liam asking. Um, so what do we do? Do we go after the go after? We can like go in guns a blazing, or because we can that's try worked so well skeleton? in the past. <laughs> well, do we know that these are what we're looking for? No. Oh, we're supposed to bring one back. Well, we can't kind of bring undead alive. <laughs> we can bring it back dead. I think we should capture the skeleton and kill the zombies. What if it's a zombie we need? I don't know what we need. Well, all right, let's the... capture them all then. The oh. skeleton seems to be talking. The zombies don't. So I'm on board with the capturing of the skeleton. Would you like? Would anyone like to roll religion to determine what is and isn't ordinary for these undead creatures? Uh, okay. Thirteen for Liam. Anyone else rolling? Or just oh, leave? sure. Hamish got an 11. I need better. Six for Jacoba. Jacoba and Urkin don't know shit about the undead. But uh, again, not too terribly high of a check. Uh, one very important detail. Undead typically don't talk. Or at least not corporeal undead. Spirits may speak, but skeletons <clears throat> and zombies are usually just mindless things that walk around and attack stuff. And the fact that the skeleton appears to be speaking to the zombie is unusual it is very clear that the zombie is not hearing the skeleton yeah <laughs> zombie is normal zombie zombies are normal zombies skeleton All is right. not normal i think if we take back the skeleton that talks that fulfills everything he asked us to do bring back a strange creature from the forest yeah i like that idea so uh guns blazing time I mean, we can try and sneak up and see what the skeleton is saying. Yeah, I'm on board with the sneaking. All right, All right so let's you, sneak. You guys want to sneak around the perimeter of the clearing to get closer to the skeleton? Yes. Can I sneak? <laughs> so we have one person sneaking, not everybody doing it. That's a good idea. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Especially Hamish. Specifically, Hamish should stay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's follow today's trend. Ooh, oh, hey. hey! All right. Liam makes it around the clearing successfully. No problemo. All right. So you make it all the way to, let's say, around like here. You With a 20 stealth, you get real close. So 
actually, I like she even... transmog into a Dragon Ball? I did. <laughs> That's how I was able to make it over there, so... <laughs> Grab the wrong person. <laughs> I got it. Alright, so I actually right even move okay. him close. So, with, with the 20 yeah. stealth, let's say that you successfully make it around the clearing, and you even climb up into a tree, and the skeleton's close, like, you know, 20 feet away from the edge. And so, mm -hmm. from the top of the tree, you can hear very clearly the skeleton... Like getting very frustrated at the skeleton, that or very frustrated at the zombie rather, saying like, you know, no, stand, stand in attention, hold still, no, you, and he like pretty much as soon as you get close enough to hear, he turns around and like sprints to the zombie at the edge and like drags him by the arm, back over to the other one, and says, all right, now, now, uh, parade rest, and they start wandering off in opposite directions, like no, wait, were there three of you? Ah! And he, like, runs off out of the clearing, like, near-ish to the party, like, kind of <laughs> uncomfortably close. But as long as the party doesn't move, <laughs> like, he won't see them. Mm -hmm. And a few moments later, he, he comes back dragging the third zombie in. And, but by the time he came back, like, the other two zombies had wandered off in opposite directions, and you could just hear him, like, getting incredibly frustrated. <laughs> so, um... Liam, actually, can you roll a perception on the skeleton now that you're very close to him? Yes, I can. A perception or a religion, both would be good. Whichever's higher. Uh, perception. All right, perception it is. Please? There it goes. All righty. More detailed description of the skeleton. So the skeleton is not naked, it's not just a pile of bones. The skeleton's actually wearing a tabard. And it, it's, uh, let me pull up my notes for the specific description. So, the skeleton is not just a pile of bones. He has some old dried flesh stuck to him here and there, as if uh, large chunks of him had rotted away while the, some bits got left behind and were mummified. He's wearing mm -hmm. a faded and tattered tabard. That it, Its color is that of like grayish, uh, grayish brown, but you can tell underneath that it probably used to be like a nice bright blue, but age has like taken away all of its color. Uh, on the front of the tabard, you clearly see the symbol of Ar Arathis on the front. It's it's clear, but very faded. And it's despite his flesh, the, the tabard itself is in fairly good conditions, all things considered. But it's clearly quite old. So he looks like uh, like a cleric of Arathis or something? That kind of? Okay, I moved. Um, you could potentially roll the religion to get more detail about the tabard itself. And Arathis. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that works for me. 13. Uh, thir 13's actually exactly the DC for this. Uh, you can tell yes. from the style of the tabard that he's no cleric. This is more of a hmm. funerary tabard. This is something that's put on the dead for honored members of the church. So any paladin, any cleric would get this when they would die. But also, like... Any like member that was in good standing would likely get this when they're interned. Hmm. Shit. Um, Liam wants to do something impulsive. <laughs> Hamish is waiting for Liam to either get back or act. So. Yeah. yeah. Hamish is a um, is a uh, spring under tension right now. And the yeah. And, yeah, and the whole time while you're studying him, he's he's like trying to herd cats it seems like he, he's always running around grabbing these zombies trying to put them into some sort of rank and file as he keeps saying like stand at attention follow orders and every time he runs over to grab another one they like wander off again <laughs> it's like, he's like getting really frustrated that is exact uh... 
You oh, make a roll to see if you can decide one or the other, and you roll a 10, right in the middle. I know! What the <laughs> so maybe that's the result. You're indecisive. I'm indecisive. Yeah, I'm going to pass it off to you guys for the time being. I'm still torn about what I'm going to do. Okay, so for Unless you are, in fact, just, like, waiting for me. Yeah, for now, he's biding his time in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> Hamish will turn to the others and say, What's he doing? You think he's having a shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she might be waiting for us to do something. We're waiting for him. Exactly. Oh no. Alright, fuck it, I'm doing it. Oh no. Um, how to do it? Let's pop out of the. Um, I would. I'm gonna, like, go back a little bit and climb down so I'm not, like, magically appearing out of a tree, which seems a little strange. Uh huh. Um, and then I'm going to. Oh, how do I want to do it? Um, I kind of want to stumble into the uh, clearing. So it'd be like, I'm walking through the woods and, and you just I didn't so really happened. notice what was going on in there, but I'm like, oh, hey. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as soon as you stumble into the clearing, the, the skeleton, like, stops trying to manually put the zombie to attention and immediately turns to you going, ah, hey, who are you? Who am I? Who are you? Are you trying to hurt zombies? Ah, they're my undead horn. Good. Attack! The zombie wanders this way. No! <laughs> Runs this way, like drags this one like towards you, going like pointing at you, going that one, get him! Turns the zombie towards you, shoves it towards you. It kind of falls over. Ah, useless. Okay, Hamish hears the word attack, and so that's what he's gonna do. <laughs> Jakova's gonna see Hamish take a step forward and put a hand on his shoulder. Let's let's see where this goes first. <laughs> You're, uh... Hamish will pause with a foot still in midair. <laughs> foot, like, sticking out of a bush in the clearing. Yeah, essentially. Can I quickly bring the foot back? <laughs> Just like, shh, shh, shh. Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> this, can only, this can only end in disaster. Um, did... Did you make the zombies? Uh, what? No! It, kind of. It, they're, they're my undead hordes. I, I will use them to invade the town! Uh, yes, you've established that you're undead horde. Um, I'm going to walk over here and ask what this giant circle is. Uh, it, it is the circle that does the thing! Uh, what thing? Uh, you know, the, the magic thing! It... I, I don't know. I, I woke up in it, like, a week ago. It's clearly has to do with these guys, right? They brought these zombies back from the dead. The zombies came out of the circle as uh, well? I, I assume. And he, like, walks over and, again, grabs another zombie and tries to put it back into rank and file, kind of forgetting that he was intending to attack you a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um, now that I'm here, can I do... Yeah, an arcana check on this circle? You absolutely can, but Excellent. I'll warn you, it's going to be real tough. Um, I have an incredibly high arcana, so it's fine. Perfect. 17. I have I have a plus zero on arcana. That is not enough. 
<laughs> you learn nothing new other than right. this. what the skeleton says could be true. It's hmm. probably related to raising from the dead in some form or fashion. Is it dangerous? Are you asking the skeleton or are you asking yes. your arcana knowledge? <laughs> Uh, the skeleton. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it, it's supposed to raise an undead army. Of course it's dangerous for the likes of you. And Yeah, that's going perfectly. Uh, huh. <laughs> so you've raised three zombies in a week. Hmm? No, they were already here. Oh. Wait, the zombies were here before you were? Uh, well, I found them in the woods, so, uh, maybe? Where did you find these zombies in the woods? He just gestures to the woods. You know, in, in the woods. Are there more circles in there? Uh, not that I've seen. Hmm. Um, the circle, it's burned into the ground, you are saying? Yes, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's made entirely of scorch marks. I see. Um, I'm gonna grab a stick and start, like, poking and prodding at, like, one of the lines near the symbols. Like, there's a symbol, there's a circle, and then there's yeah, yeah. one of the connecting lines. All right, so interesting about that. While it appears to be made entirely of charred grass and you should be able to scuff it, no problem, rubbing it with a stick mm -hmm. doesn't affect its form, like, at all. Interesting. Exactly what I wanted to know, actually. Huh. Stop poking the circle! Can I make an arcana check to see what Hamish thinks about the idea of poking a magic circle with a stick? Sure. And <laughs> whether that's a good idea or not. Ten. Uh, yeah, your magic's more like gut feeling so magic mm -hmm. circles are a little bit over your head but i mean magic circles do all kinds of stuff it could be bad could be not probably depends on the kind of circle so it seems reasonable okay yeah he probably knows more it's than you legit. who knows hmm. he's a smart man trust him <laughs> there's a fatal flaw uh <laughs> hmm. so the skeleton like wanders over and grabs tries to grab the stick out of uh liam's hand and as he wanders over, because he stopped hurting these zombies, they all, like, wander off in different directions. You're losing your zombies, buddy. Ah, no, what? And he runs back to hurt his zombies again. <laughs> I like this guy. I don't want to feel like <laughs> So you're out here raising an army to protect the town. When did you plan on attacking? Uh, what? Well, I have to train my troops, of course. That's going suddenly. They, uh, they must be organized, like an army. They must be orderly. I know someone in town who might be able to help you. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Who? Uh, his name's Mr. Honorable, Ooh. which seems kind of sketchy to me. No, someone means Mr. Honorable is bound to be honorable. Why else would his parents name him that? Uh, well, they didn't name him that. He named him that. Well, he obviously earned it. Touche. I'll give you that one. Yeah, we can go talk to him if you want. He might be able to help you. Yes, but uh, who will care for these three while I'm gone? Uh, I'm pretty sure Undead don't have to worry about dying. Not what I'm worried about. Oh, what are you worried about? <laughs> He's, he does he, His response is he, he chases down a zombie that just about left the clearing and drags him back. Yes! We can like, tie them to a tree or something. They won't go very far. Mm, I've tried that before. They uh, kind of chew through it. They chew through the rope? Yeah, it's it takes them a little while, but they, they do break free. Trust me, I've, I've tried. They're stronger than they look and determined. 
which makes them great mm -hmm. soldiers if they just listen. <laughs> hmm. For the listeners at home, this whole time I'm moving the tokens of the zombies around randomly and having the skeleton chase them down. <laughs> this whole time, they've never stopped. He is on a constant state of management and hurting. <laughs> it's quite entertaining. It is. Yeah. So like the whole time you're trying to figure out what to do, he's just like in the background. Chasing down zombies. He's chasing him down and like hmm. trying to give them orders like, no, attention! Stand up straight! Hamish is, Hamish is trying to work out if there's a significance to the pattern of what the zombies are doing. <laughs> what, what, what it's like furiously sketching movement patterns. Yeah. Like wanna football roll style. Drawing it on the ground with a stick. Yeah, yeah. Want to roll an intelligence then, check like, on wait that? Out. <laughs> what kind of conclusions does he come to? Let's see. You're spelling out a word. <laughs> <laughs> What strange language is this? Seven. Oh yeah, they're definitely oh. yeah. It's, it's definitely like a strange foreign language word of some kind. Oh, okay. <laughs> These are runes. There, there's a secret here. The zombies are like blinking in braille. There's, there's got to be something. <laughs> hey, how long does it take uh, the zombies to break free? Because we get to town, you can talk to Mr. Honorable and come back and what? be here like maybe two or three days. Like, I mean, I, I didn't time it, but it took less than a day. It took less than a day. I bet we got a way we could tie him to the tree. Because you're tying him in a place that, like, they can't reach with their face, then they can't eat the bindings. I'm gonna do it. You're gonna tie one? Yeah, I'm gonna snag zombie number two and try and tie him to the tree that we're standing next to. Oh, dear. Alrighty, so. Um, you probably don't have like a tool proficiency in not tying. <laughs> so, uh, roll an unskilled dex check just to see how, uh, how good your your uh, not tying uh, rope stuff is. Can I do sleight of hand? Uh, sure. Yes. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> Plus five. <laughs> and, you, and you got 10. So this is like a really mediocre knot. Like you, you just kind of looped it around itself two or three times. And it's the kind of knot that'll probably hold fast, but you're not going to be able to get it undone on your own. But no. also the rope isn't super duper tight. But mm -hmm. uh, you, you wrap it around his hip region. So what I would be doing is I would be tying one wrist, running that around the tree and tying the other wrist. So they're kind of like stuck down there. Okay, so you're like, Binding its wrists around a tree. Yeah. All right. So so you do that, and mm -hmm. the zombie never really quite stops moving. <laughs> like mm -hmm. it's squirming the whole time. It tries to wander off, and 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 it's it's pulling on the ropes relatively hard. You can tell there's a lot of tension in the rope as it's pulling, and mm -hmm. and, and you can probably like into it that if if it pulls that hard for many hours it will eventually wear out and rub on the bark mm -hmm. so like yeah it's, he's not breaking out immediately but if if he never stops and zombies never stop it will eventually break free hmm. may take many hours yeah uh so when i'm done with that i'm gonna uh present to the skeleton be like see he's trapped tied yeah. up he's no. not trapped he's kind of trapped He's done, not going anywhere. I've done that before. The ropes are, they just break. They're not, they're not, ah, no, come back here. They, they won't hold for hour. And I ran out of rope and it's just, ah. 
And he takes this chair that's sitting right here next to the circle and just throws it. That's a chair? Yeah, it's, it, I know it looks kind of like a stump, but there's like a little, <laughs> there's a little kind of crappy wood chair that's there, and he, he throws it out of the clearing. Huh. I don't know if zombies can be put to sleep. Uh, I have to double check their character sheet, and you'd have to roll uh, religion for that, because yeah, I don't know the answer that off the top of my head. Stuff. All right, all right. I have the information on hand. You may roll a religion. Oh, why not? I'm pretty sure I already know the answer. Uh, religion. Four. Excellent. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Are zombies even conscious? Um, well, that's a philosophical question. That's real philosophy. <laughs> Here we go, skeleton. We're going to this one. <laughs> what does it mean to be alive, really? <laughs> what is the meaning of zombie? <laughs> what is a zombie? Yeah. What is a skeleton? <laughs> mm -hmm. hmm. We probably don't want to bring the zombies with us in um, you're easier to conceal than a mice. I don't think they're going to go too far. Yeah, you have any idea how long it took me to find these zombies? It took me, like, days! They're not exactly loud. Yeah, we could put bells on them. Do you have bells? I don't know. <laughs> Do I have bells? <laughs> Hold on. Rummage's through so. bag. Or Shake's bag. I don't hear any jingling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do I have anything that would jingle in an adventures? What comes in the standard adventures kit? I want to say there might be like some climbing buttons. Let's see. By adventuring kit, do you mean an explorer's pack? Probably. Because an explorer's pack comes with a backpack, a bedroll, a mess kit, a tinderbox, ten torches, ten days of rations, a water skin, and five feet or fifty feet of rope. Hmm, that's not useful. Well, a mess kit is a bunch is a little kit of like metal bowls and pans and forks. Yeah. So, so you could... oh yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take this. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna untie the zombie at this point. So I'll <laughs> untie the zombie, um, and like uh, the silverware, I'll just tie that. Uh, I'm assuming zombies don't walk very gracefully, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so you could just like tie a bowl and a fork to its neck, and then as it walks, yeah. you're expecting it to ding. Yeah, All right. I'll do that. All right, well, let, um, yeah, go ahead and roll another sleight of hand to see how well you craft this little thingy. Excellent. This improvised neck bell. 20. All right. You, you managed... Hey, that one went better. It works pretty good. The, the knot... The knot you use holds fast. The the fork and, and uh, bowl are spaced in such a way that pretty much every time the zombie takes a shambling step, it just makes a loud <clears throat> ding sound. And a mess kit would have, like, a plate, a bowl, and a mug. So you, mm -hmm. you'd have enough, like, barely enough to, like, create some similar jig for all three zombies. And we could just carry mm -hmm. over your sleight of hand because you basically understand what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So I'll just let you do that for all three zombies. That consumes your entire mess kit, so you don't have that anymore. <laughs> and even so, your bowls now have holes in them, <laughs> mm. as do your mugs. But And zombie germs. Uh, yeah, there's that too. You don't want the cooties. So, mm. But you have created some sort of weird bell system. So now this clearing is quite noisy, because the skeleton's still hurting them. But as they're walking around, they're making loud pot-begging sounds. <laughs> I'm like, look, now... You can find the zombies when you come back. It won't be that bad because they're really loud. Uh, and you should come with us to go talk to Mr. Ron. He'll be able to help you out. The, the skeleton nods along like, mm, yeah, I suppose. Uh, 
This will work well enough. It, it'll still be a lot of work to bring him back, but yeah, I, this clearly is not working. I will, I will accept your help. All right. Um, how how warm is it today? Is it warm enough where like I could give him? I would I would think the adventurous cloak. Like we would have had some form of like cloak or robe that I could put over him, so he's not just a skeleton walking through town. Um, oh, I have a disguise kit. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Ooh, let's do this. <laughs> that one last time. Oh, man, what are you going to disguise the skeleton as? Oh, I don't know. And how are you going to roll first? And how are you going to pitch it to him? Well, I mean, obviously he can't in the lion's den of his enemies without any sort of catch him. And they were like, dude, no. We're not going to let you talk to Mr. Honorable. We're not going to help her any. So clearly you have to go in disguised. And, and he nods along with that logic. Like, yes, yes, perfect. I, you're absolutely right. I, I intend to take over the town, of course. So, like, have, having them see my, my face would be not ideal. They would recognize me. Yeah. Lucky for you, I have... Hey, Minor Illusion. Excellent. Uh, I have just... How long does Minor Illusion last? Like an hour, I think. Maybe ten minutes. Shit. It's not. It's not that long. No, it's not. Even so, keep in mind All it's right. like a multi-day journey back. Assuming yeah, I know. the weather holds, um, you're talking a day and a but half. But it'd be like something. And so, yeah, yeah. But like once we get close, to minor illusion, and then like while we're in town, we can do it. Um, so that's out. Uh, I'm gonna look at him like well, pretty good at making disguises. Excellent. Um, I bet I can whip something up for you. Nobody will recognize you. They won't even they won't even know you're a zomb, um a skeleton. What? I'm not a skeleton. What? No. I am uh, a mighty warlord. He says holding they up. They won't his even fist. recognize you. Yeah, I I don't don't know why you dare insult me. I'm sorry, question mark. But chop chop, we're burning daylight. These zombies aren't gonna slow down, so let's get that disguise on you, buddy. Says, uh, yes, I shall overlook your transgression just this once. Oh boy, that is a seven on the disguise kit. Okay, so what what is that seven? What are you going for? What what is it? I think you? that seven is going to be simple, where like I very quickly realize I don't have a lot to work with, and so it's just like, well, let's try and cloak him in shadow. Yeah, you can't do eyeliner if he's got no eyes. <laughs> yeah, and I don't really like unless I had like a, some clay to sculpt a face in there. Not really gonna be able to do much. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of call for that in a disguise kit. It's mostly makeup and and maybe some mm -hmm. some stuff for clothes. It looks stunningly similar to Elena's chainmail bikini. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. No. Uh, so I think what I would do is just try and create uh, uh, a cloak that kind of covers him as much as possible. So something just simple. At some point while this disguise is going on, Hamish is going to come to a conclusion about what the zombie pattern means. And he's going to whisper a little too loudly, I think I've got it. And he'll like point to the scrawl on the ground, which now makes no sense to anyone. And he's going to say, in Draconic, it says, increase the negative effects. So you are going to disguise him basically by throwing a cloak over him 
giving him the pitch that you you don't want your enemies to recognize your face. Yep. Well, and you, we're probably going to sneak through town at night just to make it doubly sure that nobody's going to see him. Okay, so you have stuck bells on these zombies. You're going to let them wander off into the woods, and they do. They wander off in different directions. <laughs> and, and, of course, the skeleton... That's going to come back to bite us. Yeah, yeah. So the skeleton... The skeleton man... Yeah, yeah. Voices his dismay at this, you know, grumbling about like, oh, it took me, you know, days, forever, heard them constantly. <laughs> Listen, once you get them trained, it'll be fine. You won't have to worry about it. And maybe after some time, the map's loading. Um, <laughs> after some time, they'll be able to hurt others. Too, and then you won't have to hurt like yeah, it'll be fine don't worry about it and the mr honor will take care of you and the cycle continues all right i'm just have this tiny circle that delineates your current location okay so let us so your plan is to head back to fair bay wait mm -hmm. until night before you actually enter and then try yeah. and bring a cloaked skeleton back to mr honorable on a ship at the docks under the cloak of night yes and uh, nothing is going to go wrong. All right, well. How is the skeleton going to react to finding out there were other people hiding in the bushes this whole time? Uh, hopefully he's not. I mean, so my plan is, as we were setting out, to rather loudly be like, well, let's head back to Fair Bay and meet my friends in town, and then when it gets dark, we'll, we'll go and see Mr. Honorable. Okay, so is the plan to, like, when you leave the forest, they'll already be there? Uh, yes. Okay, does the rest of the party pick up on that? I suspect Hamish may not. <laughs> uh, shall we roll something to see if we do? I suspect Hamish's response may be, what friends is he talking about? Are there more people? <laughs> <laughs> no, Hamish will be distracted at that moment because he uh, stands up and accidentally wipes out the uh, message that he'd been working on for the last 15 minutes and he hasn't memorized it. So he's like, oh, damn no. It. <laughs> damn it, I worked so hard on that. I'm guessing the rest of the party at least picks up on, on Liam's vibes here. Yes. Yeah. Let's have the whole party roll some stealth, a low stealth, to, to see if the skeleton notices, like, Liam specifically saying, and we'll meet my party outside, and immediately you're just... Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, we should leave. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to make uh, an intelligence check before my stealth check. That's oh, an eight. No. Nope. Okay. Uh, so as they all start sneaking away, Hamish is going to notice that they're leaving and be like, oh, let me tell Liam we're leaving. And he'll step out into the <laughs> clearing and say, Liam, we're going now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> And the skeleton, uh, very surprised, turns around quickly and goes, <laughs> Ian, you're the devil. <laughs> In test chat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, it hurts. Oh, I imagine. Oh, no. Okay, so. It hurts. When Hamish does that, the skeleton whips around and goes, like, ah! Oh, ah! No. oh you, you were watching the whole time! 
No, no, I was trying to work out a hidden message. What? What hidden message? <laughs> yeah, what hidden message? What? Were trying to tell me something. Wait, the skeletons, the zombies can't tell you anything. They're they're zombies. That's the whole problem. That's why the message was hidden, and he knows. And at that, uh, the skeleton actually nods along, going, mm, uh, well, uh, "Well, what'd you find out?" Uh, uh, well, I, I accidentally erased the message before I memorized it, so I'm not really sure. Uh, at that, just again, more frustrated, flailing, and petulant rage. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! That's just my luck. Everything goes wrong. Can't catch a break. I know how you feel. <laughs> yep. Of course, Hamish would uh, connect with the sentient skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be best friends by the time we hit town. Oh, sure. Uh, shall we head back? Who followed me without my knowing? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So with, without further incident, yeah, everyone leaves the forest. It, as you walk, leave the clearing in the distance, you hear the sound of loud metal banging, <laughs> like slowly fade into the distance and until... When you when you stand at the very edge of the forest, if you listen very carefully, because you know you're looking for it, you can still hear the faint. From this far away, it almost sounds like cowbells, very faintly in the distance. <laughs> Excellent, fantastic. So, from there, uh, someone please roll for weather. Flat D twenty three. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. Oh man. So once again, this journey that should take it a day and a half will take two and a half days. <laughs> so, oh man, you guys have terrible. The, the skeleton's luck. foot gets lost in the mud somewhere. <laughs> that, actually, because the skeleton does not like feel the cold or the rain at all, like mm -hmm. he's actually pretty chipper. <laughs> he's he's like mm. just, just chattering on and on about how he's such a great warlord and he's. He's gonna like gather an army and he's going to invade the town and take it over exactly like he was told to. And <laughs> but again, like through the wind and rain, it's it's hard to to focus on what he's talking about. Like it's not absolute typhoon like it was on the way out, but it's still pretty miserable. And it's hard to focus so we, on. Yeah, uh, at least learn his name on the journey. Nope. Does anyone nope. ask his oh, name? Um. Uh, approximately like what size? Is he like human size? Is he more like halfling? No, he's def definitely human size. Alright. Does anyone ask his name over the course of the journey? Or oh, does Hamish everyone will. just yeah. let him talk? <laughs> oh, Hamish will ask his name because he doesn't want to just call him Mr. Skeleton. Well, also, every time you mention Skeleton, he gets very offended. And he's like, why do you keep calling it's me Mr. a Skeleton? It's Mr. Warlord. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Mr. Warlord Skeleton. Very I good. probably would have corrected <laughs> that like the first time. I think very quickly the skeleton would just appraise Hamish as odd, because <laughs> everyone, no one else calls him a skeleton, so it's probably just Hamish is weird, but whatever. <laughs> so as soon as he like asks his name, he actually stops. It, keep in mind, this skeleton never shuts up, like even through the night, because he doesn't sleep. He just does hmm. not stop talking. <laughs> We're like passed out in the ground. He's just talking at us. Yeah, yeah. He's just just never shuts up. So. But the moment Hamish asks his name, he actually shuts up for a second and goes, Ah, you know, I don't remember. Huh. How weird. Pause. Uh, that is a little strange. Pauses for a moment. 
Anyway, as I was saying, it goes back to just <laughs> prattling on. <laughs> We're going to call him Jeremy. <laughs> I was thinking Bones. Jeremy Bones? Jeremy I like Bones. it. Jeremy Bones. That's very on the nose. <laughs> if anyone actually utters that out loud, that is now cemented in Hamish's head as being his actual name. <laughs> Do you mention this to him? Um... I think what he said, hold on, let's do this. Because I like doing this to make decisions. Yes. Um, when he says, I don't know, I'm just going to whisper, you're now Jeremy Bones. <laughs> and, and he, with that, he, he scratches his jawbone a bit and goes, it's not ringing any bells, but I like it. Sounds like a good, strong man's name. So I. It is a good, strong name. All right. Well, for. Until I remember, you may, you may, uh, you are allowed to call me Jeremy. All right. Captain Jeremy. Cat, I thought you were a warlord. Yes, and my rank is captain. Oh, okay. Right. Captain Jeremy Bones. Uh, I feel like we need to make a, make a whiskey now. <laughs> <laughs> On it. <laughs> it does sound like a whiskey. <laughs> Uh, Captain Bones. All right, I have to note that. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so the party and Captain Jeremy Bones <laughs> make their way back to Fairbay through this terrible storm, and it at around because you started at noon time and it takes two and a half days. By the time you arrive at Fairbay, it is at sunset. Hmm. So uh, you, you actually don't have to like camp outside of town to wait for nightfall, hmm. really at all. Sweet. So it is already night. So what, what's your plan? You said you were going to go under the cover of night. So uh, exactly how yeah. are you going to go about this? Um, I mean, security through obscurity. I feel like if we just kind of move as a group and walk casually through the town. No with a cloak with a hood over over his head. And it was raining the day before. It was, yes. So, it, so, so people in cloaks is really not that odd. It is chilly outside. Yeah. I think most yeah. people are wearing capes and cloaks. Mm-hmm. Because those are the so jackets. So it doesn't seem that strange to me that he would be. Pretty much, yeah. He's going to sound weird walking, but it'll be fine. <laughs> That's true. Uh, whenever you're on cobblestone, is his shoes do make it a very peculiar clacking sound. <laughs> it's fine. He's tap dancing. Yeah. Uh, All right. So I, I think approaching the town, I would say rather loudly that uh, uh, I should be meeting my friends around here somewhere, and then we can go see Mr. Honorable. I say you have a pretty solid plan. Someone please roll me a luck check, and as long as you don't roll a natural one, no one's going to notice you walking through the town. Like I said, security through obscurity. So unless you are incredibly unlucky and someone happens to catch a glance right up the hood of this, <laughs> of Captain Jeremy Bones in the middle of your little group there, You'll be Someone's fine. trying to take a panty shot. Some five-year-old's <laughs> gonna be walking by. Well, look that's up exactly what I mean. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. It's. Oh, Hamish. Yeah, CJ pretty much nailed it. If you rolled a one, yeah, you'd have some kid walking by at the wrong moment at the wrong angle. So yeah, five is bad, but not bad enough. No one notices. <laughs> there, like at worst, there might be someone walking by who catches a glimpse and like their thought is, "Wow, that guy's extraordinarily pale." <laughs> but, <laughs> but. Other than that, nobody really takes notice. People around town may know you, but not, nothing too suspicious. So you, 
you wander up straight up to the uh, straight up to the boat. And let me just move the map over there for for continuity's sake. We're back to the boat map. And uh, as usual, the the crates now that you had is now on the dock. Didn't we borrow the crate from someone? Uh, yeah, you just pulled it like right off somewhere on the docks. <laughs> So now it's just on the dock. Now it's just on the dock. It's beautiful. Yeah, they just threw it off. It had nothing in it. They didn't need it. So the the same two guards are... In it. Yeah, it's got nothing in it. So the same two guards are standing right at their post, right on the uh, end of the ramp on the boat. Mm -hmm. I would walk up and say that we have Mr. Honorable's strange thing from the forest that he sent us after. Because I'm assuming they were there when yes. uh, he put us mm -hmm. on the quest. Yeah, yeah. And... They, they, he, they will definitely see the hooded figure and uh, yeah they'll step aside and say alright uh, he will see you now please walk straight to the quarters and so they they let you on and the quarters it, you saw him leave the quarters when you were on before so it's right yeah. in the back of the boat under the uh, under <clears throat> the, the poop deck hmm. I believe that's what um, it's called the, the raised deck on the very rear of the boat is called the poop deck I actually don't know that for certain I'm sure I'm sure we'll get messages you know calling me terrible person for not knowing the entire anatomy <laughs> of a boat uh the poop deck a is a deck that forms the roof of a cabin built on the aft part of the ship so, so it'd be the deck above the the quarters that we're about to enter oh so i was right nailed it i know it's called yeah. a ship i'm gonna call a boat <laughs> i'm still on the world map if you change yeah. oh yeah. i was just gonna let it slide i clicked on it but there's a separate flag for <laughs> right. moving you there. yeah yeah there we go. Everyone's moved there now. So, are you just going to walk in? Are you going to knock? Um. Knock. Yeah. I'll knock, knock. I guess. Okay. I was going to say, let like, two or a couple of us go in first, but uh, we'll see how well he rolls with the scenario that he doesn't know about. Fine. <laughs> you knock on the door, and you just you hear a voice from the other side that says, come in. And so, I guess we're going to go in? Yeah. yeah. All right, mm -hmm. so... You'll, you all enter, and I don't have a separate map for the captain's quarters, so uh, just imagination. <laughs> so you enter the captain's quarters, and the first thing you notice about the captain's quarters is that it's very nice. It's it's very clean. There's an there's a nice rug on the floor. There's paintings on the walls. There's this inc this incredible desk in the back. There's a not a cot, but like an actual small bed in the corner. Like this this guy lives a very luxurious life in this, you know, relatively small ship, all things considered. It's not like a gigantic trader ship, and yet this this quarters is, is roomy and, and cozy. And he looks up and sees the lot of you and says, Oh, took you long enough. I didn't think Did you forest, miss us? I didn't think the forest was that far away. We well, ran into some weather issues. Yeah. Who's that? Is that the uh, uh the We package? also ran into this guy. And I'm going to uh, ask him to pull the uh, his hood down. All right, we met him in the forest, and so he he does. He pulls down his his hood to reveal his skeletal face, and with that, the reaction you get from Mister Honorable is really underwhelming. The best you get <laughs> is he cocks his eyebrow a little bit and says, "Now that is curious." How did you train a skeleton to follow you into town? And of course, I didn't. I asked him to. And Mr. And of course, Mr. Captain Jeremy Bones says, uh, "Skeleton, excuse you. 
And he slams his fist on the table and says, Why does everyone keep insulting me in such a way? I'm not that skinny. I mean, I have lost some weight recently, but I'm not that bad. And of course, uh, um, Mr. Honorable's reaction is to simply open a drawer in his desk, pull out a hand mirror, and point it at <laughs> Jeremy Bones. Wow. What a dick. <laughs> right? <laughs> and with that, Jeremy, like, his jaw will fall open and he'll grab it and go... Falls off. No, it does not fall <laughs> off. He's, he's slack-jawed, so to speak. and It unhinges on one side and yeah, just he, dangles there. He holds the mirror and he looks at you guys and like, why didn't you tell me? We did. We yeah. have been. Well, no, you were insulting me. Why didn't you say I was literally a member of the undead? This is... What happened to me? I, I, we don't know. This is... I can't. It appears you died. No. Some time ago. Uh, nah, that can't be the case. I was, I was sent on a campaign by someone to do something. I swear it involved well, this town. You did die. If you won't be a skeleton otherwise. I. Yeah, I just don't understand. And for the first time, basically since you met him, he's just quiet. Staring at this mirror. And Mr. Honorable is fascinated by him. I would be too. Mr. I don't know enough about magic to be fascinated by him. Yeah, Mr. Honorable also, turns... I've been listening for talk for like three days straight. <laughs> if nothing, you're just feeling relief. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> so Mr. Honorable turns... takes the plugs out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People are talking? What? Mr. Honorable turns to the party and says, what did you see when you found him? Uh, he was in a clearing, uh, some zombies that he was trying to trade. Uh, by the way, you've been volunteered to teach him how to train zombies. <clears throat> there was a, um, what looks like a spell circle drawn into the ground. Uh, if you've got a piece of paper, I might be able to recreate it for you. And with that, he will pull out a piece of paper and an, uh, right. a quill and inkwell. Ooh, fancy. And I will do my best to recreate the circle that I... Okay. <clears throat> first things first, roll an intelligence check to see how well you remember these foreign symbols, and then roll a sleight of hand to, check to see how um, uh, faithfully you recreate them. All right. And... Ten unskilled ints. <laughs> 20 but so I recreated it perfectly. 20 sleight of hand. Um, so you remember some of like the curls and the angles wrong? Like some of the space between the symbols isn't right? Like, because you're just trying to remember these things from memory. You don't know them. But you do your best. The drawing looks pretty good. For anyone in the party who just looks at the drawing, they'd say like, yeah, that's spot on. But if anyone's actually trying to learn magic from it, it's not... It's off. It's wrong. So, with after you hand it back, uh, Mr. Honorable will look at the drawing and go, Yes, that is a magic circle, but these symbols are nonsense. What is this? I don't know. I was hoping you might be able to give us some insight on it. I mean, if you can't recreate magic symbols faithfully, then... This drawing is useless to me, and he crumples it up and throws it in the trash. Put a whole like thirty seconds into that. 
<laughs> he doesn't give a shit about your feelings. No. What a dick. God. What is Hamish doing during all of this? Uh, while uh, Mr. Honorable was distracted by the skeleton, Hamish left the room. Um, he did not try to sneak out. He just left, and he is going up and down the deck of the ship, tapping on barrels and trying to open ones that he can, and if he can't open them, he knocks on them and says, Are there any slaves in there? <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so... Uh... <laughs> Roll a perception check just to see if you uh, hear any responses. Or just to see if you can identify what's in the barrels by tapping on it. Okay. Seven. No. <laughs> you're not sure. They sound pretty full. They don't sound hollow at all. But other than that, you're no clue. Can I open any of them without causing too much of a ruckus? Uh, no, they're all sealed pretty tight for travel. There's uh, There's like no convenient handles or corks that you can pull open. Can I tell whether they're full of like liquid or solid or um, do any of them slosh if I try and move them around? Uh, well, for one, they're pretty large and heavy, so you'd have a hard time moving them around. But you're welcome to try and roll one a little bit and see what happens. They yeah, are. Let's try that. They are pretty secure though. Okay. I just need a little movement to yeah, see. Yeah, just if it's jiggle liquid. it a little bit, see what happens. Yeah. All right, so give me a strength check and see see what you get. Text chat is going nuts over there. <laughs> so, fourteen strength 14. on this barrel. All right, so that, that tells me more about the barrel than it does you. So that tells me that the <laughs> barrel wasn't comp it's secure, like it's not going anywhere, but there's some slack, right? The, mm -hmm. Like the ropes are enough to make sure that if the boat tilts a little bit in the wind, it, it's not going to fly off anywhere. But you jiggle a little bit, and you do hear something. Roll me a new perception check, but the check on this one's real low. Okay. 12. All right. You hear movement inside the barrel, but it sounds like something hard and heavy is moving inside of it. So potentially uh, something made of metal or rocks or something. This is not like food. This is not slaves. This is not beer. There's something solid in there. I'm going to look about the deck to see if the guards are paying any attention to what's going on on deck or if they're looking over at the docks. Uh, one's paying attention to the docks. The other one's watching you, but you're not doing anything necessarily untoward, but he's, she's just staring at you. He seems more curious than anything because you're the odd dwarf in that party going like, All right, what the fuck are you doing, man? I'll wave at him. <laughs> uh, and he'll awkwardly wave back a little bit. <laughs> And then I will, blocking his line of sight with my body, I'm going to try and retrieve my crowbar and pry open this barrel. All right. Um, first of all, roll stealth to see if you can... Or sleight of hand. Roll sleight of hand to see if you can stand in front of the barrel and pull out your crowbar without being painfully obvious that's what you're doing. Four! Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, very obviously, you stand up straight, take a sidestep in front of the barrel and reach behind you and very widely pull out a huge crowbar from behind your back and then stick it behind you. And at that point, the, the guard will be like, hey, don't, don't. Come on, man. What? No, put the crowbar back. Don't. You're not allowed to open those barrels. Sniffing them and just... licking them or whatever the hell you're doing over there is one thing. But don't, don't touch the merchandise. I was just looking for some water. I'm kind of thirsty. I mean... <laughs> I have some water below deck. Don't, don't open the barrels randomly. 
oh, okay. And I'll go over to like the entrance to below decks and start climbing down the ladder. Hey, still hey. holding my crowbar. Yeah, yeah. And he says, hey, hey, hey. And he'll, <laughs> he'll follow you below deck and, and lead you to like where their rations are and stuff. So while you go below deck to get some fresh water, <laughs> let's switch the camera back to the quarters. <laughs> you just gave Mr. Honorable... <laughs> you just gave Mr. Honorable the uh, the drawing of the magic circle as best you could, but you didn't do a great job. And so he crumpled up and threw it away. And he says, well, we will have to keep in mind where you found this. Uh, this specimen here will be an interesting subject of study. And uh, he'll... Uh, reach over to a rope and pull on it behind him. And uh, as far as you can tell, nothing happens for a few trap moments. Door. Don't fall down. No, no trapdoor. He, he leans behind him. And then, like, <laughs> a few moments later, a guard walks in and uh, grabs the skeleton from behind and starts dragging him out. And the skeleton starts screaming, No! Unhand me! Be gone! <laughs> you! My minions! Save me! And he, like, he gets dragged out by the guard. <laughs> Mr. Audible says, he, yeah, he wh- is wh- a uh, Wait, where are you bringing them? Him? Oh, below deck. He'll he'll be coming with us to our destination. We have some uh, contacts in in uh, where in our destination. So you're just kidnapping Captain Bones. <laughs> Any cocks and eyebrow at that? You named it? Well, what else was they going to fucking call him? <laughs> It's a skeleton. It's an undead monster. It doesn't have rights. It's not. It's an sentient. undead monster that can fucking talk. Uh, yes, yeah, some. How parrots, many of those have you run into? Some birds can talk too, but I'm not going to give them rights. They kind of can talk. In any. He's case. talking. I've been listening to him for three days straight. There is no way he memorized random speech patterns that much. I don't know. Sure, Kobo would like to try to sneak out while those two are arguing. Oh, uh, roll and stealth. And just uh, follow the skeleton. Roll stealth for me. Boom. 22. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, while, while Mr. Honorable's arguing with everyone, the skeleton is making such loud noises that, that like, Jacoba can sneak out pretty easily, and the guard is, is uh, carrying him out to the to the hatch that leads below deck and uh, Hamish is already below deck at this point in the timeline so uh, when after he goes he opens up the hatch and he goes downstairs uh, yeah, Hamish will start hearing very loudly at this point he like he's just gotten a water skin I don't know if he was intending to do anything else <laughs> no pretty much just looking around yeah yeah so pretty much as you're getting a nice swig from a water skin you very loudly hear the the hatch open again and you just hear ah! Just screeching, <laughs> and she followed after the after the guard like goes reaches the bottom of the, of the ladder. Shortly behind him is uh, Jacoba, and I guess Hamish's first reaction is going to be to say, "Hey, what are you doing with Jeremy?" And, and the guard goes, "You named it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't name it, but he needs a name. You don't have to name Everything a monster. Everything needs a name. You don't need to name a monster. That is not a monster. That is Captain Jeremy Bones. <laughs> and the guard will actually snigger like, <laughs> okay, never mind. That's that's pretty good. I like that. 
And this whole time he's dragging him towards like the towards the front of the ship and uh, near the front of the ship there's like there seems to be like an empty iron cage. Uh, actually, I believe I have a ship below map. So let me Oh heck yeah. I, I thought I didn't I thought I hadn't <laughs> done that, but it turns out I didn't. So near the front of the ship there's there appears to be like uh, an empty iron cage, probably the size big enough for like a medium-sized dog. And so this this uh, guard is like trying to shove uh, Mr. Bones into that cage, but he's struggling. You know the thing that kids do when they have their hands on the door jam, but they've got like an iron grip. So like, yeah, I'm strong enough to pick you up and move you around, but god damn it, you're you're holding on. You're making this really hard. <laughs> and that's what he's doing. So Hamish and Jacoba, are you going to do anything about this, or are you going to? observe anything about being below deck because you, this is farther than you've made it before well i'm gonna certainly have been looking around below deck for anything suspicious um the only thing time. the only thing really suspicious about the below deck is it is like really full of cargo the only thing suspicious about the cargo itself is that there are large iron banded chests that are with huge locks on them okay these huge crates made of metal if I get the opportunity to get close enough to one of them, I will wrap heavily on the lid just to see if there's a reaction. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, roll perception to see if you <laughs> hear anything. Six! Uh, wow. You... My perception rolls are fantastic. Oh, yeah, they're wonderful. You you hear the knock of metal. <laughs> Pretty much exactly it what you'd expect. Metal. It is indeed metal, just like it looks. Confirmed. So what are Hamish and, Hamish and Jacoba going to do about Jeremy? There are two guards down below. Jacoba's going to head on up to the uh, guard up there and try to uh, smooth something out. But, hey, there's really no need to be so rough with him, you know? While struggling with the skeleton, goes, like, look, man, I was giving orders. Hey, can you, like, maybe give me a hand here? He's just shoving, and again, Jeremy's doing that. Just straight Jacob arms. going to clap for him. <laughs> and the guard goes, oh, ha, ha, you're very funny. Just, just be really difficult. Ah, come on. Well, have you tried asking him to go inside? I don't have to ask it anything. Get in the damn cage. And Hamish from further back will say, he has a name. Don't care. Captain Bones, would you kindly get in the uh, cage for no! me? No, no, help. I ordered you. To hurt him and let me free. Jacobus is just gonna get a look on his face, like if, like just, just work with me here. <laughs> and just like, uh, Captain Bones, could you, could you get in the cage, please? I will have you arrested for insubordination. You will hear about this. My superiors will hear uh, of this. <laughs> go ahead and have me arrested then. <laughs> I, I just want to know who's gonna arrest me, Captain Bones. Uh, obviously, the people who d do that. Are you going to help or not? Who is going to do that? I'm going to demote you. I'm... <laughs> I've had it. Bad bitch, I'm already at the bottom rung of the food chain. <laughs> That's it. You're a uh, junior listen, private now. Listen, Captain Bones, I'm already doing volunteer work. I don't need to be demoted from that. You're going to get kicked out of the army for this. I wasn't part of the army in the first place. <laughs> well, then, why, why were you following my orders? 
I wasn't following your orders. Yes, you were. You you took me to town like I ordered you to. You took me to the trainer like you I ordered you to, and then he betrayed me. He is an enemy. Kill him. I took you to town because you asked. I did not follow orders. And uh, what what's what's the guard doing while we're having this interaction? The, the whole time he's just like just grunting from the effort. He's just being very difficult. He's just like come, just get in there. Hamish will turn to the other guards and say, Looks like your friend could use a hand. <laughs> and the guard goes, <laughs> Friend starts clapping. <laughs> no, the guard just goes, Yeah. Yeah, and he'll, he'll, he'll wander over to, uh, to, to help his guard friend and he'll shove Jacoba over a little bit and just get that out of the way. Hamish will immediately duck behind this crates and barrels and attempt to lever one of them open. Is there a way I can shove both the guards into the cage, or...? Uh, the cage is quite small. Quite it, small? It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's about big enough to hold, like, a medium-sized dog, which is part of their difficulty, is that they're trying right. to fit, like, a human-sized skeleton inside of it. It can fit, but he could not lay down or stand up in it. Right. So, um, Hamish, you're going to try and pry open this barrel. <laughs> um, yep. Roll a strength check with advantage, and then roll a stealth check to see how damn loud it is. Okay. All right. Uh, 17. Yeah, yep. That, that's enough to pry open the barrel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crit failure on the stealth. So here's the thing. You... Prying open the barrel with a hammer. No, <laughs> he's doing it with a crowbar. So when you pry open the top of the barrel with a crowbar, there's this rubbing between the metal band on the top and the wood that makes this horribly loud screeching sound. And on top of that, you do it so quick that the lid flies off and hits the, the crate next to it. So that makes it like a loud um, like wood banging sound. And on top of that, the barrel then proceeds to fall over and spill its contents all across the floor. <laughs> but at least you can see its contents, and they are many many short swords like filled to the brim with short swords hmm. well that's not what i was expecting <laughs> clearly no jacob is going to be watching the two guards struggle to shove jeremy in the cage and then he's going to hear the clatter and just slowly turn around yeah yeah and actually so will the guards and jeremy like they'll stop and go and like slowly look at hamish and hamish will see them looking and go oops <laughs> so with, with that the uh the guard that went to go help the first will let go of jeremy and just like jog over to hamish and like draw his his short sword and say all right you're coming with me oh why lay down no i don't think i'll be doing that and he points the the short sword at hamish lay down or i'm gonna kill you well who's gonna clean up this mess and he'll gesture to the sword spilled on the deck. That's it. And he swings at Hamish for uh, 16 to hit. Okay. This is great. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess that you guys are rolling easy. initiative. That'll hit. It, yeah, for six damage. Oof. That will uh, knock me out. All right. Well. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. So he, he takes the pommel of a sword and bops. Hamish right on the head. And, and before passing out, Hamish will just lance up at him and say, Ow! <laughs> and so he's on the ground. And as Hamish is on the ground, he'll, he'll pull out iron manacles and, and start to uh, restrain Hamish. 
And the other guard is is still holding Jeremy, who is back to screeching. Um. And Jeremy actually is going to attack that other guard. He rolls a 17 to hit against the guard, which does hit. And so that hits him. It does not kill him or knock him out, rather. But it it hurts. He 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 does a swift kick right to the gut, and it it doesn't knock him out, but it definitely he did not expect this. So he he's doubled over in pain for the moment. So Jacoba, you get one action before we start going full initiative. Uh, I have a rapier. Yes, you may attack. I have. Uh, I'm mostly just talking to myself, wondering what to do. Um, I'm, I'm gonna. Oof. I'm gonna go up to the one next to Jeremy and just like club him with the back. My rapier, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because and because he's prone, you do have advantage. Ooh. So you should be able to do this. Come on. Is that just a rapier attack? Or? Yep, just a rapier attack. Yep. Okay. But it's non-lethal. Oh! oh. You, you Are did, you sure? Yeah, you Are you did, sure? Uh, <laughs> roll an extra d8 for me. You didn't macro your uh, crit damage correctly. <laughs> but that's a crit. I did not. Oof. Uh, roll another one? Yeah, just roll a d8. D8. Because you uh, add a d8 to your critical damage. Uh, so that's a... Uh, ouch. No, that's not. All right. All right, just an additional one. That's good. That's good. It's not enough to kill him out, right? So you do knock him out. You just, you do non-lethal damage. You deal seven damage. He only had six left. So he is knocked unconscious. And Jeremy says, about time! And uh, uh, everyone roll for initiative. But before we do that, let's go back to topside. Jacobo is gone. We now have Liam and Erkin in the office with Mr. Honorable. So you were in the middle of arguing about... Uh, Jeremy being taken away. I believe it was he was calling you Nate, and I'm like, well, have... he has a name. Uh, he, oh yeah, the last thing he said, yeah. like, you named it. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. What else? What we're, we're gonna call him? It is a skeleton. It is an undead construct. It does not need to be taken care of. It needs to be sold. And you have accomplished your task, or have you forgotten? Well, it did seem to have a life previous to this, so I wouldn't say it's just a construct. Yeah, but that's not my concern. My concern is that it is an anomaly, and magic users will pay good money to learn about it. Maybe I can take it to Umanuro. We'll see. Why do you need this again? I, it was I think a... we should... Does... I'm sure we deserve an explanation for this. You don't deserve anything. You broke onto my ship, threatened my Again? guards, attempted to We were break let onto into... the ship? You were trespassing. I could turn you into the authorities. I would be well within my rights to kill you myself, but instead, I was generous and merciful and gave you an opportunity to earn my forgiveness. And you did. Now you may leave. Um... I'm gonna do something real quick. Alright. I'm just wondering too. Oh. I did not notice them leave. Um, <laughs> Critical um, failure. Yeah. Totally forgot you had other party members for the moment. You're just so caught up in the argument. <laughs> I was lost in Mr. Honorable's eyes. <laughs> He's a tiefling? He's a drow. Drow. Okay. Rikus, your prisoner back at camp, was uh, was a tiefling. He was the tiefling. Yes. Hmm. 
Oh, uh, he was accused of being suspicious. Yeah, yeah, yes. And I believe on the grounds of smuggling something. No. No. He, he was, was accused of being suspicious. suspicious. All right. There was no because he's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So when you question, yeah, there was no ground. So when you question about like his appointment, where he came from, he said mm -hmm. he came on this ship, and the ship was mm -hmm. the suspicion came from. When you start talking to him, he's like, "Well, what is the ship carrying?" And he said, "I don't know. I don't ask questions. I got paid a lot of money to keep my mouth shut." Hmm. And that was suspicious. Yeah, and yeah, that was suspicious. That's what spurred this whole boat investigation. That was independent mm -hmm. of what you were being paid to do. That was all. Yeah, your own but it turns out the suspicion was in fact grounded. <laughs> uh. Can I do? I'm gonna do a percent check, if I may, to size up how dangerous Mr. Honorable look. How dangerous he looks. All right. Twenty yeah. perception. Like, does he look like someone that we really don't want to? Um. Well, for one, the black hand tattoo is large enough to tell you that uh, <laughs> he's not someone you want to mess with. But on top of that. <laughs> Your perception tells you that he's in fantastic shape. He's got knives kind of strewn about nonchalantly about the place, like probably on purpose. This is a very, very dangerous man. All right. Um, I don't think there's anything. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I don't feel like you should take him. Not sure what I could do. Uh, do you have any input here, Andy? I... I cannot think of anything that we can do to try and right. not have Mr. Bones be incarcerated. I can't think of anything. He's annoying, but I'm kind of rooting for him not to be sold into slavery. <laughs> not even slavery. Sold to science. Yeah, sold to science. I'm working on it, okay? <laughs> Alright, All right, so <laughs> if you have no retort, are you, when he says you may leave, are you going to just go ahead and, like, comply? Um... Yes. Because you get the impression he's a very dangerous man. He said, you're mm -hmm. lucky I didn't kill you. I could turn you into the authorities. You are welcome to leave. You you have earned my forgiveness. Yeah. So after that, are you going to just walk out? Um, I believe it's customary to touch his butt before we leave. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he's sitting down. He's on the opposite <laughs> oh, side of a I'm desk. You'd have to go way out of your way to do that. Just yeah. a nice Let me go get group. Hamish, and we shall have our... No. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, if, if I you think do, at that point, yeah, if, uh, we will leave. If you do turn around to leave, it, it's at that moment you definitely notice that, hey, you're missing two companions. <laughs> I am going to um, uh, pretend to not notice that fact. Uh, Mr. Honorable will notice that fact, and he'll go, hey, wait a minute, where where did the other two go? I have no idea. I've been talking to you. All right, well, he will stand up and walk towards the door and uh, step out onto the deck and notice that there's only one guard on deck and he'll call out to that guard and say, hey, what happens? Where, where are they? Is it... And he said, uh, I mean, they went under deck and then at that moment you hear from below deck a very loud crash and bang. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they... What are they doing to Captain Bones? <laughs> And so, it, Mr. Honorable reacts fairly quickly to that. He, he walks over to the hatch and looks down. And if you guys are tailing him, you do hear 
you, you do hear, and it gets louder and louder as you get closer to the hatch, you hear the screeching of Mr. Bones again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, roll a roll a perception for me. Liam and Erkin. Yeah, yep. Four nope. for Liam. <laughs> Probably panicking a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Again, lost into Mr. Honorable's eyes. Uh, yeah. He's daydreaming about him. And six from Erkin. such dreamy eyes. Apparently, <laughs> Erkin is as well. Never mind. Alrighty. So, you, you don't hear Hamer say oops. You don't hear any of the altercations. Mr. Honorable calls mm -hmm. down the hatch and says, What the hell's going on down there? Let us shift cameras back. So, roll initiative. Uh, <laughs> so... Jeremy Bones is going to get an initiative. Let me pull up the initiative tracker. Jacova will get to roll initiative, and of course, the guard gets to roll initiative. So let 19, me. 19, Jesus. Hold down. Alrighty, initiative for Mr. Bones. One. He rolled a one. He is uh, <laughs> not great. Uh, let's see, the guard. 19. Damn. What? What's Jacova's uh, dex mod? Four. Alrighty, so Jacova gets to go first. The guard right in front of you is. Unconscious, and there's a guard currently arresting Hamish. Just uh, skedaddle down here. I'm gonna thunder wave. What's his face? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yep. You're gonna kill Hamish. <laughs> and the ship explodes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh, no. Bust the door. Alright, roll. So we can escape. Cast it. Oh, my God. All right, so it is a con saving throw. Let me roll the save for the guard. His con yeah. is his highest stat, but it's also not great. And he crit, so he takes nothing. <laughs> so Hamish, I believe, automatically fails, so he gets two failed death saving throws. Oh, awesome. no. <laughs> sorry, Hamish. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm the reason we're going to hell and hand back the basket well, this time. <laughs> <laughs> Rather, it was non... Uh, no, no, no. Let me track that back. It was non-lethal damage, so he's unconscious. But you dealt damage to an unconscious creature, so I would say he is now dying. No oh, failed no. death saving throws, <laughs> but he went from okay. knocked out to injured and unconscious. <laughs> One of the short swords that hadn't quite reached the ground topples over <laughs> from the ledge on which was balancing yours, <laughs> Hamish. And it just cuts him. So... I'm thinking uh, in the moment, okay. As a second note, in addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away from you by the spell's effect. And the spell emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. So yes, oh, everyone no. on top hears that very clearly. Yes, all the barrels and everything are knocked out. <laughs> all knocked out of whack. <laughs> and uh, it is now... The guard's turn. He's gonna turn to. Did I do good? Oh Jesus! Did turn... I do good? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is a bad. Need good pig. All right. Well, he's gonna roll a fourteen to hit against Jacova. It looks like that misses your fifteen AC. Yep. So it doesn't hit. He he's kind of he's not injured, but he's stunned by that. He goes he goes to swing wildly, but. Um, goes wide. It's now Mr. Bones' turn. He was... It, it, he was, uh... 
on his back and was slow to get back up to his feet because he was last in the initiative. But because all of the barrels are moved out of the way, there's now an open spot to the north of the guard. <laughs> and he's going to go ahead and uh, do a skeletal strike, which is just swiping with his claws. And he's going to roll a 16 to hit, which does hit, but he crit failed his damage, so he only does three damage. So it's more like a ow from the guard. But it has now been a full round, and now Mr. Honorable and the rest of the party <laughs> come down from upstairs. Hey guys, how's it going? And of course, Mr. <laughs> Honorable says, what the fuck are you guys doing down here? They started it? Uh, I mean, clearly it looks like something exploded and it's been causing problems down here. Mr. Honorable turns to the like all the party and says, you guys are a walking disaster. It's a miracle you made it back alive. Just get the. It's not worth this. It's not worth this trouble. If I ever see any of you again, you're dead on sight. Take your damn skeleton, get the fuck off of my boat before I change my mind. I thought you wanted the skeleton. It's not worth the trouble. <laughs> he said it wasn't worth it. And, uh, he, and he looks at Liam very sharply. He says, Don't test me. Leave now. Why is he assuming I'm going to be doing something? Wow. <laughs> I mean, Urkin. Uh, there's an Urkin. <laughs> Urk is the one who mumbled sass. Yeah. I think leaving's going to be the best thing to do. Don't really want to fuck with this guy. So are you like all quickly uh, scrambling to leave? Hold on. I am going to... I'm going to need some help with the dwarf if we are leaving. Yeah, I was going to give him a healing word. Uh, yeah. Yes. Ahead. So I'm going to. Uh, it's a range thing. I'm gonna walk over and cast healing word. Uh, so Hamish gets seven hit points back. Okay. Yay! That's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's a spellcaster. Not not very uh, tanky over there. No. All right. Uh, I'm going to haul him to his feet and uh, agree with Mr. Honorable and say we should probably leave before uh, something else explodes and things get worse. <laughs> this will have consequences. <laughs> Mr. Honorable will remember your decision. Exactly. Show me the butterfly. Where is it? Yeah, it's it's here. It's in the corner of the screen. I should just have a token for that, just for fun. You should. <laughs> just to ruin our lives. All right. So you, you uh, expediently with Mr. Bones leave yeah, and as, as he's making his way back up the ladder, Hamish is just going to very briefly half-turn to um, Mr. Honorable and say, thanks very much for your hospitality. <laughs> and he just <laughs> glares at Hamish, who is still in manacles, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going to make it harder to climb the ladder. Yeah, yeah, he needs help. And he'll, he's actually going to hold out his arms and say, would you like these back? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Fuck's sake. It's fine. It'll be fine. Bring it. We'll have a couple of levels. <laughs> okay, if so yeah. You'll quickly get the thing off. Everyone very quickly goes up the ladder, uh, leaves the boat, and even. Even Jeremy Bones is being quiet because he <laughs> he understands the situation. Everyone has just gotten off the boats. The guards are now back posted on top. They are glaring daggers at you. And they have their hands on their swords. Oh, 
we shall swiftly leave the ship. <laughs> All right. So do you head back to uh, the main base? Yes. Yes. We have a skeleton with us. Yeah, but he was at a cloak, remember? That's fine. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, hey. This from a... Oh, this place is fancy. Uh, we have a thing now. I don't think this will be the office. This is an old guild map I had from a previous campaign, but it's nice, very fancy, very large. Did our budget go up? I mean, it's got a reception, so there's Joyce's office right there. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, just pretend that's... We that got an alchemy lab. We can just pretend that this is it, but a very small section of it, like the reception, the hallway, and the pub. <laughs> and that's it. Mm. Sounds about right. All right, let me draw a square, and this will be your official section. Come on, change the color to this up so it's very clear. And we'll just say this is the official office. That works. We've got right. administrative office, the reception, a little hallway, uh, a kitchen eating area, uh, one bathroom, and a little closet in the back. <laughs> That's it. So you've made it back to home mm. base, and as soon as you enter... Umbrin stands up and says, Oh my god, I I was so worried about you guys. You were gone for like a week without word. What what <laughs> happened? Conspicuously, uh, Rikis is not here. Rikis isn't doing anything suspicious. His boss is super sketchy. Uh, we went to... What's the name of the forest? Oh, We uh, went to the forest and we made a friend. <laughs> Captain Bones. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and he'll throw back his head and go, Behold! <laughs> and Umbrin will go oh that's that's a lot to take in all at once okay well first yeah I knew Rikus was guilty of nothing which is why I let him go he Good. yeah I talked it out with him and he uh, he clearly didn't do anything but yes we had established that his uh, employer is uh, of the unsavory persuasion so he agreed to leave his employ and work at the docks as a dock worker and he will um go on uh before i move on all of you will get 10 golds from ms adderton as agreed for capturing and rehabilitating the criminal uh so moving on what uh what what is this who is this this is Jeremy. Captain Jeremy Bones. Hey, are you serious? Unfortunately. Yes. I is that is that your real name? And he says, No, of course not! I well I, I do not remember my real name. It's uh lost the time, I suppose, but I think it's a strong name. I think it uh yes, it, it will be a good placeholder until my memories return. If they return. If there are memories to be returned. Yes. Uh-huh. If memories will have been returning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. He can stay here. We'll have to have a talk later. Do you need to rest at all? And yes. And Jeremy's, he's talking to Jeremy. Uh. <laughs> he says yes anyway. <laughs> yes. Hamish won't realize that, and he'll be like, "Yes, I have a headache." 
and he rubs the lump on his head where he got struck by the pommel of the sword. Mr. Bones will talk over everyone, as he always does, and says, Ah, uh, yes, my bones are weary, and I must take a rest. <laughs> <laughs> and at that shitty pun, Umbrin raises an eyebrow and just goes, it has, he doesn't say anything, but he has the look on his face like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, really? But but uh, Jeremy is unfazed by any expression that he has, and he just wanders off in a direction. And Umbrin reaches out after him a little bit, as if to say something, but just decides that it's best that he figure things out on his own. He'll probably go sleep wherever. He gets the impression that he wouldn't listen, even if he made a suggestion. So he turns back to the party and says, Okay, well, you clearly went way outside the parameters of the job. Um, I only wish I could have given you more than ten gold, but none of that had anything to do with anything. Um, all right, so give me give me the story and exposition dump. I assume. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So just tell him all the stuff, and and at the end of it all, Umbrin is just rubbing his face with both of his hands, and he says, "It's amazing." He did not kill you. The Black Hand is no one to mess with. The You were trespassing on that boat that had nothing to do with your assignments. The fact that you were able to go to the woods and survive and fight undead and survive is also a miracle. And also, I don't even know what to say about Jeremy Bones. That, that should not exist, but whatever. I have a new job for you guys. I'll process. I believe there should be a captain in there somewhere. Yeah, I'll process all of that later. For now, there I do have a new job. Oh, you were out on your week-long excursion. We got a new job from the department, from the head of the Department of Sanitation of all people, uh, Mr. Wilfred Presley, says that there is a cult that has established itself in town and is occupying itself in the cemetery at late at night and is vandalizing all of the headstones. Yada yada, you know the usual. It's uh. Uh, I am doubtful there's any kind of cult involved, but you know how it goes. We get paid to do investigation. So please investigate the cemetery and figure out uh, what kind of cult, he says with air quotes, are, is going on over there. Deal. It's a teenager that I groped. <sighs> all right, all of you, get get some rest. You can start on your job in the morning. And Umbrin... Hamish will all of a sudden jump to his feet and say, Wait, what day is it? Huh? <laughs> 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 well, let's see. I don't remember what day it was when you left, but it was oh, it has been no. six days since then. <laughs> it is most certainly past Wednesday if it's been six days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But Hamish will just clap a hand to his forehead and say, I forgot my dwarf permit! Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to dnrfancast at gmail.com. That's the letters dnrfancast at gmail.com. And also, be sure to check out our website, dnrfancast.com.